G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. On a new beginning today, Pastor Greg Laurie and author Randy Alcorn discuss where to find happiness. There's so many people who are looking for happiness, but they're looking in all the wrong places. Go to God and His Word and the pleasures of what it means to follow Him, and that'll bring happiness to your life. Yeah, you know, I think of people just scrolling through their phones constantly, you know, and, and you're reading social media or whatever, reading news feeds, and there's so many things that can bring you down. Don't look down so much. Look up. This is the day when the lost are found. This is the day for a new beginning. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Again, you hear all the angels are singing. This is the day, the day when life begins. If you're old enough to have been around when computers first became popular, you might remember the promises. Oh, they'll make our life easier. You'll have so much less stress and so much more free time. Now that worked out well, didn't it? Most people have a handheld computer in their pocket or bag that controls every minute of their life. On a new beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie speaks with a colleague and friend who helps us look beyond our gadgets to the joy we find in God. going to have sort of a biblical conversation with someone who I think is very special, very gifted individual. His name is Randy Alcorn. He's been here before. Randy is a rare combination of uh, a theologian and a fiction writer. He's the author of over 50 books. And uh, I think his classic, there, there's many classics, but the one that he's best known for probably is his book on heaven, a large volume. Uh, that I, I think is just an outstanding book that answers so many of the questions that people have about the afterlife. Another one he wrote on the issues of human suffering are is called If God is Good. He's also written uh, The Treasure Principle. Here's a little book he just did, um, Everything You Always Wanted to Know About Heaven. Does God Want Us to Be Happy? We're going to talk about that a little bit today. Giving is the good life. This is a good one. I like this. My granddaughter was reading it. Uh, Heaven for Kids. And here's this newest book. And I have to admit, I was a little offended by the title of this book, Randy Alcorn, Why Did I Ever Agree to Let Greg Laurie Interview Me? What? <laughs> Randy, come out here and explain this if you could. Let's welcome Randy Alcorn. Your newest book, Randy. This is a question I have asked myself many times. <laughs> and we've done quite a few of these interviews over the years and someone just on my social media commented and said how much one of our conversations had helped her because we deal with real life issues that people are facing right now and, uh, and things that people have a lot of questions about. But I just thought I'd just sort of dive in with this question. What, why is it important for a Christian to give thanks to God? I think 
God is our creator. God is the God of providence and our sustainer, the one who gives us every breath, the one who keeps our heart beating and all the the things that go on in our bodies that we don't even think about until maybe something goes wrong. And he's the one who created the heavens and the earth, and, and he's the one who will create the new heavens and the new earth where we'll live forever. If you think about it, how much do we have to be thankful for? Even though we live in life under the curse, one day he's going to reverse the curse. We're going to be delivered from all that is bad. He'll wipe away the tears from every eye. We can take our gratitude for the eternity that lies before us and front load it into our lives now today. And God, I'm grateful I'm alive today and I'm grateful for what you have for me today, even in the midst of suffering, because you are who you are and you have called me and gifted me and you have a purpose for me and you can use me today in the lives of other people. And we have so much to be thankful for. Yeah, we really do. And that's right. So when a Christian dies... We go immediately into the presence of the Lord in heaven. But then one day, heaven will come to earth. We even hear Jesus addressing it in what we call the Lord's Prayer. We pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But it's hard for us to wrap our minds around heaven. Maybe our minds have been uh, distorted by sort of the Hollywood version of heaven, what we've seen in movies, what we've seen in paintings and other things. And, and we, it seems like this, I don't know, for some it might seem like, oh man, heaven is going to be like a really long church service. You know, kind of a lot of singing and, and it's going to be boring, but nothing could be further from the truth, right? So tell us a little bit about what we can expect when we get to heaven. Well, the greatest thing about heaven is who we will be with. And that, that's Jesus. To be with Jesus. Yeah. Uh, to be with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the triune God. Yeah. You know, they had a happiness in them before the world was made. I love that promise of Jesus uh, where, where he says, and the words to Jesus, to the servant who has come into his presence, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into your master's happiness. And, and I love the idea of being with him forever and him being the source of all happiness. There's so many people who are looking for happiness, but they're looking in all the wrong places. Yeah. And it can be found ultimately only and fully in God, not in the circumstances of our lives and how, how well our lives are going. Yeah. Because sometimes our lives don't go very well, do they? But he is there and he is always our cause for rejoicing. So that's the most important thing about heaven. Secondarily is just the fact that God is going to raise us from the dead. That this life, we don't pass our peaks in this life because our peaks won't be experienced until the resurrection and we'll never pass that peak. So forever we will worship and enjoy his presence. He'll wipe away the tears from every eye. No more death no more suffering, no more pain, and forever we will celebrate with him the glories of his presence and the wonder of reunion with each other, our brothers and sisters in Christ. I mean, can you beat that? No, you just yeah, can't. Exactly right. Okay, so here's some, um, some like practical questions. I hear these a lot. Will, uh, my granddaughter, Allie, you wrote this book, I uh, Haven't Forget, she actually asked me, will we wear clothes in heaven? <laughs> 
Well, we do know that people in, in heaven are depicted as wearing robes. Yeah. And, and lots of times people say, oh, so does that mean that we'll all wear robes? Well, I don't think that's what it means because robes is what they wore. When they came yeah. to the nice dinner, you know, they'd wear their white robes, the clean robes. And uh, so I think, I mean, on the new earth and our resurrection bodies, will some people wear jeans or dresses, you know, pants? Where Will people wear shirts, blouses, whatever? We may very well wear the kinds of things we wore in our culture that we grew up in and lived yeah. in. But the fascinating thing about that will be there are the people of God throughout the ages who have lived in different cultures, yeah. dressed differently. And I love it when scripture talks about people of every tribe and nation and language. And it doesn't say that there are people in heaven who used to be of every tribe, nation, and language, yeah. but who are present tense of every Very tribe, nation, and language. Well, and that's really, you're bringing up some interesting points now. You're showing how it's, this is tangible, it's real. We think of it in an unreal way. Like you're talking about different uh, fashions or styles of dress, and then how in heaven works, you know, your ethnicity, or what country you came from. You're still you, because sometimes I think people think when you get to heaven, you're not even you anymore. You're like a, you know, we're, we're a new creation in Christ, but we're still us. You know, after Jesus rose from the dead, he said to his disciples, it is I, not another. It was still Jesus bearing the marks of the crucifixion in his resurrection body. And scripture says that our new bodies will be like his body, so there's a lot of practical things there that people sometimes don't understand. Exactly. I was just looking at, uh, at Job 19 where Job talks about, I know that my Redeemer lives yeah. and, and, and I'll see him and, and he'll be on this earth. And he, then he says, I will see him with my own eyes. Yes. And then he says, I and not another. That's right. And th th that's explicitly saying what you were talking about. Greg, that we will still be us. And Jesus uh, was still Jesus. And some people say, well, they didn't recognize Jesus because on the Emmaus Road. Some people say, well, yeah, they couldn't even recognize Jesus. And it actually says they were kept from recognizing That's him. Right. And then he reveals himself and they know, of course, that this is really Jesus. So yeah, all those, those are myths that we have. Uh, sometimes people say, um, yeah, well, once we get to heaven, uh, we'll know everything. At last, we'll know everything. Was it? No, only God knows everything. We'll always be finite. And Ephesians 2, 7 says, in the ages to come, God will be revealing That's to right. us continuously the wonders of his kindness so and we'll his grace. We'll learn. You're listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Ministries in California and his Bible scholar, author friend, Randy Alcorn. And they're talking about some of the practical issues revolving around this life and the next. Let's continue. The theme of our talk today is heaven, happiness, and hope. Let's transition to the topic of happiness. It seems to me if we have a proper biblical understanding of what heaven is and all that's awaiting us there, uh, we should be happy. And, and after all, don't we follow a happy God? I bring that up because I think some people sort of view God as, I don't know, perpetually angry, austere, harsh. Uh, do we follow a God who we could describe as happy? Absolutely. In fact, in 1 Timothy 6, he is called the happy God. Mm. There's two passages that refer to him as a happy God. But because 
It's the English word blessed, which actually used to mean, you go to old English dictionaries, and the first meaning of blessed is happy. Um, it used to mean happy, but to us now, it sounds like more like holy. So it sounds yeah. like he's saying the holy God, but it's really saying the happy God. Wow. Jesus Christ himself uh, is called in Hebrews 1, uh, it, it says, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond all your companions. In other words, Jesus Christ is the happiest person, human being, who has ever lived. And that's actually what that passage says, beyond your companions, which would be the whole human race that he became part of. He was this person full of happiness, full of joy. Um, I was reading earlier today uh, in, uh, in John 15, where he talks about, I have said these things to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. We are to derive our joy from his joy. Wow. So what, what are things that contribute to happiness and what are things that deplete happiness? Well, I think certainly the things that deplete happiness are the things that are in violation of the way God has designed the universe to operate. His best for our life, every time we violate us, it is sure to bring unhappiness. Every time we follow what God says, it brings happiness. When you, when you have a Psalm 1, which starts with, yeah. those, with the word blessed, happy, Happy are those who do not listen to the counsel of the wicked, but who delight in the law of God, in the word of God. So if you want happiness, go to God's counsel. Seek his thoughts. Seek his mind. But when you go to the world, and and Greg and I were talking earlier about Twitter and what a, a nightmare it can be sometimes. There's some good things there, but, you know, there's a lot of just rudeness and hostility and pride and arrogance and critical spirit, if you're going there, if you're going to the political world to get your, if that's your source of uh, where you spend your time, you are going to be a miserable person and people are not going to be drawn to Christ through you. Go to God and his word and the delights and the pleasures of what it means to follow him and that'll bring happiness to your life. Yeah, you know, I think of people just scrolling through their phones constantly, you know, and and you're reading tweets or you're looking at social media or whatever, reading news feeds and there's so many things that can bring you down. It's like, don't look down so much, look up. You know, look up to God, look up to the imminent return of Jesus, look to the Word of God, and look to the needs of others. You know, studies have revealed, you know this, Randy, you've talked about this in your books, but studies have revealed that when you focus on helping others, it actually improves your life, your outlook in general. I read about one survey that was done, and probably was from your book, of 4,500 American adults which revealed that those who volunteered an average of 100 hours a year, of them, 68% reported they were physically healthier, 73% said it lowered their stress levels, and 89% said it improved their sense of well-being. Right. So, you know, now it seems like medical science is catching up with what the Bible has said all along, because what did Jesus say? It's more blessed to give than it is to receive. 
Exactly. And that word blessed there is that word makarius, which means it is more happy making to give than to receive. And th- this is so interesting. I, I, you, if you look at uh, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and some of the secular people, people that don't know the Lord, and hear them talk about what they have discovered about the joy of giving and the, just the giddiness, the happiness that they have experienced just by God's common grace, even as unbelievers, in doing what they're wired to do. If you are, well, well think of the word uh, miser. Well, what word comes from the word miser? Miserable. So think of Scrooge, how unhappy he was when he was just accumulating all this wealth and hanging on to it and using it only for himself. And then what happens in the transformation in A Christmas Carol, Dickens' classic, what happens is Scrooge now becomes what? A new person. It's like regeneration. It's as if he's been born again. And what is he doing now instead of being the miser who holds on to everything and is therefore miserable? He becomes the giver. And as he gives, Dickens observes, he became the happiest man in all of London Why? Because when you give, you're happy. So don't wait to think, oh, well, if I become happy about it, someday I'll start giving. No. Do the giving, and that will make you happy. Do the action that accords with happiness, and then you will become happy. Very good. Pastor Greg Laurie with some great encouragement today and also his special guest, author Randy Alcorn. And they'll have more in this discussion called Heaven, Happiness and Hope tomorrow. Some more full-strength biblical encouragement about the hope that can be found in a close relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Hope you can join us same time tomorrow. Pastor Greg Laurie and Randy Alcorn here on A New Beginning. copy of Pastor Greg's full message, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. Search Heaven, Happiness and Hope at visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.